2018, the year of great reward. That's what we believe it is. It's exciting. The first week of a new year. Great to see you all in church this morning. It's, uh, we're encouraged to come together as whanau, as family, and especially when we see children dedicated on the first week of a new year, dedicated to the Lord. It's the first fruits of what the year is going to bring. I'm not saying that we're all going to be uh, having children again. Uh, <clears throat> I noticed this morning when we were actually praying before the service, Ruth was praying about children, and Steve had his hand up, and suddenly when she said, more children, she quickly pulled it down. <laughs> I think there are others put their hand down too. But there you go. Children are a blessing from the Lord. But this year is going to be a fruitful year. And I want to encourage us to dream today. <clears throat> this is our dream at month. And uh, I want to ask you, what is God's dream for you in 2018? What is God's dream for you? I'm interested in what God dreams, what He has in His heart, what our Heavenly Father has in His heart for us. You know, when I was younger, confession's good for the soul. I used to watch, I used to read, sorry, books back in those days on the farm uh, when I was a boy. Winnie the Pooh. Good to start 2018 with Winnie the Pooh. Well, one day there was, uh, I don't know if you've read it, but Winnie, uh, Pooh Bear, he liked honey, so there's a connection there. But Winnie the Pooh, one evening, one evening uh, Pooh and Piglet were quietly walking together. And then Piglet breaks the silence with this question. When you wake up in the morning, Pooh, what's the first thing you say to yourself? And Pooh's thinking, he says, what's for breakfast? Answers Pooh. And what do you say, Piglet? Piglet stays there and thinks for a minute and he says, I say, I wonder what exciting thing is going to happen today. See, in Piglet's mind, he didn't want the same old, same old. 2018, I wonder what exciting things God has for us today. This year, every day, it's a new day, new blessing, new favor of God upon us. What is God's dream for you? See, in the natural, we have dreams. I don't know if you're a dreamer. Some people don't have dreams. I dream, I think, every night, probably many dreams a night. Maybe I'm a dreamer. I don't know, but I dream. I've got a brother that he reckons he's never had a dream in his lifetime. Never had one dream. He doesn't dream. And so, but Ecclesiastes says in chapter 5 and verse 3, it says, For a dream comes through much activity. And so we're busy through the day. And often, often our mind is taken up with things. And we find next thing we're at night we're dreaming about those very things. Or we have a nightmare or something happens. And those are natural dreams. You know, when I was younger... I was brought up in, well, I thought it was a big family. In some regards, it's not a big family. Um, I've got someone working for me that's one of 22. I was only one of eight. So uh, I thought it was a big family, though. Eight kids. Mum and dad, there was 10. You know, we're brought up on the farm, and they didn't have a lot in those days. It was a pretty rough farm. But they, they, God blessed us, and we, there was always enough to eat. But when it came to ice cream, we had a one liter of ice cream, and we had to cut it. Remember, Dad, he'd cut it into 10 pieces. And how many of you here like ice cream? I like ice cream. And uh, you didn't get much ice cream. I would have I been quite comfortable, a boy on the farm, with eating half of the liter, at least, if not the whole liter. So I, I had a dream that I wanted some more ice cream. This is in the natural. And so one day when I had some money, I actually went out and bought myself a whole liter of ice cream. And we had kids around that day, and there were some adults. 
And I kept it to myself, and I went around eating it. I thought I was quite smart. And I didn't even share it with anyone because I had brought it. That was very selfish, isn't it? You know, often our dreams in life are quite selfish and self-centered. Our own, own dreams, you know? And there was an adult there that day that saw what I was doing, and he grabbed it off me, and he started eating it. Man, was I furious. I'd paid money for that. But I think he was teaching me a lesson that it's actually good to share. Do, do our dreams in life include other people? Or is it just all about me? You see? We dream in life. But what about God's dream? I want to dream that is much higher than what I can dream. What is God's dream for you? Another dream I used to have when I was younger, at night, I had this one, a repetitive dream. I dreamed I'd be playing in the school playground, you know, and, uh, and, and I had this ability of flying. I don't know if I'd watch Superman or what it was, but I managed, if I really thought hard, really hard, I could actually get myself to lift off the ground and float probably about this high above people. I never got up to the clouds, but I managed to just get a bit higher than other. I don't know what that dream was all about. I guess it was about significance. It was about me. I know that much. We have these dreams, but God's got much higher things for us. And it doesn't involve just us. You know, 2018, God has a dream for you. He, he wants you to, his dream includes not only you, but others in your community. His dream for you includes others in Northland, others in this nation of New Zealand. And he wants to use you in your life, if you submit it to him, to be a blessing to many. It's a God dream. See, the thing about our little dreams is that usually if we try hard enough, we can fulfill that dream. But when God has a dream, like it says in Jeremiah 29, 11, how that the Lord knows the plans that he has for us. He's got dreams. He's got plans. When God has a dream for us, it's way beyond what we can fulfill ourselves and our own strength. What is God's dream for you? In Psalm 37 and verse 4, it says this. It says, delight yourself also in the Lord. Delight yourself, not in yourself, but in the Lord. What does it mean to delight yourself in the Lord? Do you know, Jesus is very, we've been hearing about him this morning, we've had communion. Jesus is delightful to the Father. He submitted his whole life for others. He lived here for God. God delighted in him. And when we delight ourselves in the Lord, it goes on to say, and he will give you the desires of your heart. The desires of your heart. When you put the Lord first in your life, when you submit yourself to the Lord, when you receive his perfect righteousness, when you receive him as Lord and Savior of your life, and he becomes the center focus and not yourself, and you delight yourself in the Lord, suddenly there's a change that happens in life. It is the key to seeing the dreams of God fulfilled in your lives, because it says, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Now that word desire is two syllables. It's D and sire. D means of. To sire means to father. Of Father. Trust in the Lord, and He shall give you the desires of your heart. Desire of Father. He's got great dreams for you. What is God's, your Father's, your Heavenly Father's dream for you and for your life?
God wants this year to be a year that is of Father. Not of self, but of Him. And we, I'm excited about two, 2018. We do believe that the theme that we have this year is, a, is what God has put in our spirit. It's a year of great reward. We're going to see great growth and excite in the church and our families, both spiritually and in and, and, and every way. Reaching out into our community, we believe this is a year of great reward. And God has a dream for us. What is God's dream for you? You know, over Christmas, we bought all our children presents. And a little Evangeline, who's 10, for the last six months, she's been dreaming about having a surfboard. And uh, we'd already bought all the other presents, but she kept mentioning and mentioning about the surfboard. And I thought, as her father, I couldn't, I couldn't not get her a surfboard. So I went out with her one day, and we bought a surfboard. It was quite expensive, but she just loved it. About this high, big enough for her. So she's out in the water, very excited with the surfboard because he had Reese there trying to hold it while she was hopping on. There wasn't many waves when we went out. And so she's got this dream. And as her father, I wanted, I really felt drawn to actually, I didn't want to disappoint her. I really felt I wanted to connect with her in a dream and actually see that dream fulfilled. And you know, that's just what is on the heart of our Heavenly Father. He actually partners with us. You know, when he created Adam uh, in the beginning and he created all the animals, he didn't want to just do it all himself. He brought them along for Adam and he says, Adam, I'm going to get you to name them. And so I believe that um, they all came before Adam and, and I believe what he spoke out, like his father God spoke out, that is what that animal became. A lion might have come along and he said, you're a lion, you're going to be the king. And so he spoke it over it. And a lion became a lion. And a monkey, you're going to swing in the trees and you're going to do this. And you're going to be mischievous. And, uh, and he spoke it over it. He named it. So he partnered with God. He shared with God. God wants to partner with us this morning. He wants you to dream big. He wants you to have a God dream. Something that you can't fulfill just yourself. You know, he's given you gifts. He's given you and blessed you. Anyone who lives here in this a beautiful community in, in Northland and New Zealand and this wonderful nation. We're gifted, we're blessed, we've got talents, we can use them for our community, for our families, for our uh, marriages. We can, God can just bring increase in every area of our lives as we submit ourselves to Him. In 1 Corinthians 2, uh, 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 9 and 10, it says, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have it entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love Him. Remember we read in Psalms, delight yourself in the Lord and He'll give you the desires of your heart. If you love Him, if you love the Lord, well, it says you haven't even heard, you haven't seen it, haven't even entered into your heart the things that God has for you. But then it goes on to say, but God has revealed it to us through His Spirit. And these are great dreams. These are great things. And I want to encourage each one of us you're not just little old you, but as you delight yourself in the Lord, as you receive His life and, and imbibe His life, and He becomes the centerpiece of your life, well, then there's no limit to what God can do both in you and through you, and He'll raise you up to be a mighty blessing in our nation and even beyond New Zealand and beyond. So what is God's dream for you? I've got dreams. I've got dreams that I believe God's given me in my life. I could just share um, just a few of them. One of my dreams is to bring pleasure to the heart of my Heavenly Father by receiving 
uh, receiving by faith all that he has prepared for me in his son Jesus, to walk by faith daily and just let him have his way in my heart and life. My God dream is to be a responsible husband and a father. That's a God dream. It's a God-given dream. The Word of God speaks about our responsibility as men, as husbands. That's a God dream. uh, My God dream is to see many people come to Christ and be transformed by His grace and His favor, to see them empowered to lead and to serve in all areas of life. That's my God dream. It's a big dream. I see thousands coming to the Lord in Northland, thousands. I see people's lives and families impacted. Where there is separation of marriages, I see marriages restored. Uh, I see where there's ungodliness, I see light coming. In darkness, I see light shining in. We've been singing this morning, let there be light. And that's our heart cry for Northland and for Aotearoa, New Zealand, the, long, uh, the land of the long white cloud. My God dream is to leave an inheritance to my children's children. First and foremost, a spiritual heritage, inheritance. And then in other things as well. That's, that's my God dream. My God dream is to share that all God to share all that God blesses me with with others. And more. There's more and more. And we can dream with God. What is your God dream this morning? Is life all just about you and your little small corner and someone else in theirs? God has brought us into a big place here at Excite. He's brought us into a large venue. We live in a nation where there's much blessing, where there's plenty of room for more blessing. God is going to bring people to Christ. He's going to bring people in, and He's going to use you this year to be a blessing to others. We believe for that. What is your God dream? You know, sometimes we have dreams in life, and things don't turn out the way we hoped. And it's because often, well, sometimes we need more patience. I run a business. I run a family. We have children. I run a business. There's different seasons that come, and patience is a big thing. Sometimes you see something, and you have a vision, even running a church, and you see thousands coming to Christ, but you've got to wait, and there's a time and there's a season, and I believe the season is now, and it's a year of great reward, but sometimes, like it says in Proverbs uh, 13 and verse 12, hope deferred, when we're hoping to see something happen, it makes the heart sick. Have you ever been, you know, doing something working at work or in your family and you're hoping something's going to happen and you're, everything's going well. Maybe you're going on a journey and you're trying to get somewhere on time. You think, mate, I'm just going to make it and then the tire blows out. Suddenly you can't get there. Something comes in and robs you of that dream or of that destination in life that you were heading towards. And it says, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a dream fulfilled is a tree of life. See, disappointments are often sickening. But a dream or desire fulfilled is as a tree of life. And I want to tell you this morning that God wants you to dream. He wants you to dream big. And He wants to see your dream fulfilled. And you can trust in Him. And the way to seeing that dream fulfilled is to trust in Him with all your heart. The way to seeing that dream uh, fulfilled is to delight yourself in the Lord. And He'll give you those desires of your heart. Because those desires will be of Father. Desire of Father. There was a story in the Old Testament of God's people, Israel. They had sinned against God. 
they often sinned. God was very patient with them. But one day the Babylonians came in and they took them off to kept, captive to Babylon. But uh, they were there for a good 70 years or more and uh, they had been promised the promised land. And they would have longed for Mount Zion, Jerusalem, and all the blessings that God had for them. And here they were in bondage in Babylon. But then one day, in a moment, very, very quickly, if you read the story, Cyrus, king of Persia, defeated the Babylonians, and he encouraged the Jews to return to their own promised land, which was their home. And I guess they weren't expecting it. It happened suddenly. And it says in Psalm, uh, and, and, and it's David, the psalmist, writes about this. He says in Psalm uh, 126, verse 1, 2, 3, it says, When the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, we were like those who dream. We were like those who dream. When our mouth, then our mouth was filled with laughter, and our tongues with singing, then they said among the nation, then they said among the nations, the Lord has done this great thing for them. And the Lord has done this great thing for us. And we are glad. It was like a dream. They could hardly believe what was happening. Supernaturally, God came in and rescued them. And he used Cyrus, king of Persia, to do that. And to send them back to their own home. I want to encourage you. Maybe you're in a place where you've been disappointed. Maybe in 2017 you were discouraged, you were disheartened in some area of your life. It might be in your workplace. It might be in your family. It might be in your marriage. But you've been downcast. You've been disappointed. God wants you to dream again. He wants to give you a God dream. He wants you to walk with Him in 2018. He wants you to delight yourself in the Lord because the Lord will never let you down. If we look at self, self fails and then we feel depressed. But life is not all about self. The Bible says about Jesus and Him was life. And that life is the light of men. And when we delight ourselves in the Lord, we can dream again in Him. And with God, all things are possible. And God's going to raise us up, men and women, to be a blessing to their families, to be a blessing in their children. And even our children are going to be raised up. I pray that for the kids that and kids alive, that God would take these little ones and the ones we've dedicated this morning and raise them up to be mighty men and women for God, to be a blessing in their nation, in this, our nation. They might even be ministers in parliament one day. We pray for that. And this nation again becoming a godly nation, I dream about those things. I dream when the Lord Jesus himself will be exalted throughout our nation. And it can happen in a day. And God wants us to believe it and dream again. The trouble is when we watch the news every night or when we look at what's going on in the world, we think there's no hope. And that's true. Men are without hope, without God in the world. But we have a blessed hope. We look to the Lord. We delight ourselves in the Lord who can bring things about in a day. And He wants us to dream. He wants us to have a God dream. You know, my daughter Chloe, God's gifted her with a wonderful voice. And uh, she's still getting uh, singing lessons. In fact, this year I told her she can go twice a week because she's going once a week last week. But I want her to use her gift. God has blessed her, and she's dreaming. She has a great dream. She sung in front of our Prime Minister, John Key. And John Key wanted her to travel around New Zealand with her and be her singer. When we did a porphyry uh, 
with him, sorry, and uh, sing, sing for him. But um, he mentioned that about three times over a period of an hour that he was with us. And, um, but she's got a greater dream. She has a dream now to sing uh, before presidents, to travel the world and sing. And as her father, I just encourage her. God has great things for us. God wants you to dream again. He's given you talents. There's no limit to what He can do through you. Let 2018 be the year that you begin to dream, that you have a God dream, a dream that is so big that you cannot fulfill it yourself. It requires the supernatural power of God to come in and fulfill it. A dream that is not about you, but it's about Him. Trusting in Him, delighting in Him, honoring Him with our lives. He is our Creator. He is our Dad. He has made us and the desires that we have can be of our Father, of Father. So it's an exciting year. To dream extraordinary, extraordinary dreams, we must know the extraordinary love of God. We must walk with Him. What's in His heart flows over into our hearts and into our lives. Dream big and plan for how God might use you, but submit to God's will and seek His blessing in the outworking of your plans. And God will guide you. He will lead you by His Spirit and through His Word. You know, when we dream, and when we have a dream, and when we're doing anything in life, it's illustrated with Moses. God was going to use Moses. He was quite timid, really. He wanted Aaron to be a spokesman in the end. God got a bit annoyed with him because he didn't think he was worthy and didn't think he was able to do it. But he had a rod in his hand. God said to him one day, he says, throw it down on the ground. Let it go. You know, we've got gifts and talents in our hands. But before they're going to be used by God, we need to let them go. You see, Moses threw the rod on the ground and he didn't know there was a snake in the rod. He didn't know there was a serpent there. And if you just hold tight to what you've got, sometimes in the natural, there's a snake in it. But God wants you to let it go. Then he said, pick it up by the tail. Well, that's pretty dangerous. You go and grab it by the tail, it'll spin, spin its head around. Like you've seen people get snakes, they get a fork prong and get their head so they don't get around and, and bite you. But if you grab it by the tail, it could swing around and bite you. It takes faith. He says, no, no, just, just pick it up by the tail. Why? God wants to take the head. He wants to take the head. Let it go. Whatever you've got, just let it go. Let God come in. Let Him lead. Let Him direct you. Trust also in Him, and He'll direct your paths. I want to encourage you to dream again in 2018. Dream again. I love the phrase that we sung this morning about the Lord Jesus Christ. When we're thinking about delighting ourselves in Him, there was a phrase in a verse of the hymn we sung. It said, your glory, when talking to the Father, your glory on display, singing about Jesus. Do you know the glory of God is on display in His Son? He is so delightful. See, the thing about love, and God is love, and He is light, in Him's no darkness at all. The thing about love is that it is other-centered. And Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father, He said to the disciples, because they said, where's the Father? You show Him to us. He said, you've seen, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. The Father's in me. And what He did, He laid down His life. He sacrificed. Love desires the highest good of another. And God wants you to just lay down your own life. He wants you to sacrifice for one another. 
He wants me to sacrifice for my family, for my wife, for my community. He wants me to take a leaf out of His book because as I de de delight myself in the Lord, I see the glory of God on display in Christ. And I see that He laid down His life for us. You know, the cross of Christ is a divine exchange. Jesus took our place so that we could take His place. Isn't that amazing? With our sin and self-centeredness, Jesus took our place. He took our sin upon Him so that we could take His place. He was perfectly righteous. He was an absolute delight to the Father. And so in exchange, we get the filth of our sin and Jesus bore our sin on, in His own body on the cross, the Bible says. And He gave us the gift of His perfect righteousness. And when we take that, by faith. And when we believe in Him and trust Him as our Lord and Savior, what a change, what a dynamic change it brings into our lives. Don't hold on to yourself. Don't strive and try to be better and try and improve yourself. Even by reading the Word of God and trying to live up to all the commandments and that, you'll be under bondage. You'll have disappointment. Just delight yourself in the Lord. Take His perfect life and let it be yours. There is a divine exchange that God wants to make with you today. Your self-centered life for His, which will be other-centered. What an exchange. What an exchange. There's no exchange like it. He bore the punishment of our sins so that we might go free. He wants to bless us. God has a dream for our lives. There's no limit to it. He gave His only Son. He wants family relationship with us. He wants dreams that He wants to help us fulfill in our lives. Praise God. If there's any here this morning, just with every head bowed and eyes closed this morning, who have not received Jesus as Lord of their lives, this is an opportunity this morning. I believe God wants to give you this opportunity to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. To, like Moses, let go of your gifts and talents uh, and let them go first and let Him pick them up again. Let Him help you dream again. But if you've never received Jesus as Lord of your life, you can ask him, simply ask Him into your life today. You can let go of self and say, yes, I want that divine exchange. I want to receive your perfect righteousness. I want to let go of my sin-centered self, and I want to receive you as Lord of my life. If that's you today, just put your hand up here today. With every head bowed, every eye closed. If that's you, if you feel God speaking to you today, and you really want to know the presence of God in your life, you want to receive Jesus as Lord of your life. Just pop your hand up. I just want to be able to pray with you, agree with you, as you ask the Lord Jesus Christ into your heart and life today. Okay. Well, I just want to encourage you. This is going to be a year of breakthrough. It's going to be a year of blessing, a year of favor, a year when you can dream again. And we're just going to sing again together. So I want you to stand up. I want to thank you for coming this morning. It's been great to share together. This is the first week of a new year, and it's going to be a great year. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.